from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. Brand new week. John Linetti, the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. It's Monday, July 20th. Thanks for being a part of the show today. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here soon, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center. Going to talk about yesterday's gospel. At 7.15, Lauren Costabile is going to be on. She is the founder of Hearts of Joy International, and we're going to talk all about it. She's a Catholic speaker and advocate for Down syndrome and the, and the founder of Hearts of Joy. And uh, this is a nonprofit that provides life-saving heart surgery for children with Down syndrome in countries where family can't afford medical care. So it's it's really a um, something very specific. So I, I, I'm sure Lauren's got some story to be able to t- talk to us about it, but have heard about this. I've always always um you know had a special place in my heart for those with down syndrome and um working with adults those that work with adults with down syndrome as well it's just something that's uh, awesome awesome work so i'm looking forward to highlighting lauren's work coming up at about 7:15 today megan Selwa, channel 13 meteorologist going to give us the extended live forecast for the entire week uh, about 7:45, seven simple ways to grow in holiness before noon Matthew Sewell put a nice piece together that I think will be uh, good for all of us. Yes, before noon. Some of us don't get up until then. But uh, besides that, I think it'll be a good one to reflect on today. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports Weather, straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. And your saint of the day. That'll round out this Monday. Deacon Tony, back from vacation, all rested up and ready to go. I am ready. All right. Let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you as we start off another week. Did you uh, have a good weekend? Had a nice weekend this weekend, yeah. It wasn't anything crazy, but uh, mm-hmm. helped a friend move yesterday. That was a that was a big one, so my, my arms are a little sore today. I see. Well, you'll have to postpone that uh, little bike excursion that you go on once a week, or maybe it's twice a week now, I don't know. But uh, a little bit of rain in the forecast today. It's moving in from... Uh, western Iowa, southwest Iowa, so it'll be a little damp throughout the day. Hopefully it'll clear up by this evening a little bit and then rain overnight. So yep. that's the forecast. Sounds like that's what we're going to get. Hopefully my son's ball game yeah. will be uh, be okay tonight. But, yeah, was what about you? Good weekend? That was. Can't complain. Had uh, postseason softball working, and uh, the temperature ended up being pretty decent on uh, Saturday afternoon and evening mm-hmm. to uh, – have games you know they said 110 heat index and i know it got up in the mid 90s temperature wise but uh, those clouds came in and kind of cooled things off so we got lucky saturday night yeah it was hot there's no question about it during the, especially during the day but um yeah it was a quiet weekend except of course the highlight you know what the highlight is the cubs i mean they were they, of course they played lost. last night didn't do very yeah, well they lost but still i'll take a loss and watching the cubs over everything the last three months four months 
<laughs> Exhibition baseball, nobody in the stands. It's going to be different watching uh, baseball. For those that can watch it, we, I was blacked out, so I had yeah. to rely on uh, the box score coming from uh, you know other sources, but... Uh, that's tough. The game's blacked out in his exhibition. Baseball, Unbelievable. Really. I mean, I know. I'm with that's you. Another, that's a whole different story. That is a, that's, a, that. that's a couple shows <laughs> worth of discussion. You right wait there. all this time. Yeah, they're, they're you happen. wait all this time, and then the game is blacked out. Yep. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, well, we could have a few Happy shows Happy Sunday that. night. That's what it oh, was. Man. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, happy birthday belated to or Deacon Tony. You know, John, not too many people will go on these uh, one, two-week excursions, and his birthday didn't even end in a zero this year. So uh, hats <laughs> off to Deacon Tony. There you go, man. That's the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, well, thank you. We had a great time. <laughs> that's the way to do thank it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Traveling across the country with his beautiful bride, Eileen, and they're back safe and secure back here mm-hmm. in Iowa. So well, let's get right to it. I know Deacon Dave is coming up. He's on deck. Oh, we yeah. can say on deck, right, John? Oh, because yeah. We get, we're in baseball season. He's right? on deck. <laughs> Right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have cloudy skies, 71 degrees. The winds are calm and humidity up there at 84% today. It'll be probably the coolest day of the week. We'll see mostly cloudy skies, scattered showers and thunderstorms moving in later on this morning here in central Iowa, currently over there in western Iowa. Heading this way, high of just 80 degrees with southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour and low humidity for today. Tonight, storms likely. Uh, overnight low of 67 degrees, and tomorrow scattered showers and thunderstorms continue. A high of 83 degrees for your Tuesday. Wednesday, partly cloudy and dry, high of 87 degrees. The rest of the week, Thursday and Friday, a chance of rain on Thursday, partly cloudy on Friday, but highs getting up there in the upper 80s as it warms back up. Well, in the news, on this Monday morning, Iowa Workforce Development reports the state's unemployment claims are up slightly over last week as some benefits are set to expire. Now, last week, Iowa Workforce Development reported just over 10,300 initial unemployment claims filed between July 5th and 11th. Iowa Workforce Development says the U.S. Department of Labor adjusted last week's initial claims number down to 9,957. Now, the number of continuing weekly unemployment claims in the state of Iowa was uh, just over 137,000. That's up from 134,200 the previous week. Unemployment insurance benefits totaled just over $33.3 million for the week of July 5th through 11th. Iowa Workforce Development says those who have exhausted the additional 13 weeks of the uh, pandemic emergency unemployment compensation benefits may still be eligible for state extended benefits announced back in June. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And yesterday we had PGA Golf and we also had NASCAR uh, racing in uh, PGA Golf. John Rahm won the Memorial Golf Tournament out in Dublin, Ohio. Uh, he is from Spain. He now has the number one ranking in the world in the PGA Tour. He won by three strokes over Ryan Palmer from the from, uh, United States, and Matthew Pitts, Fitzpatrick finished third from England. And a NASCAR race yesterday in the Cup Series down at the Texas Motor Speedway in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, they, ran, they, they raced 500 miles. Austin Dillon uh, came in first, Tyler Riddick second, and Joey Logano placed third in the NASCAR Cup Series. 
degrees. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 71 degrees, calm winds, humidity at 84%. Today we will see mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. Scattered showers and thunderstorms are possible throughout the day. A high of 80 degrees with southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Starting off Monday, no accidents, no delays to pass along. Business as usual on 235. Seven minutes heading into downtown for both the West and East Mixer on at 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien right now. Oh. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> uh, it's got to get those fingers warmed up again, folks. Sorry about that, Deacon Dave. <laughs> it's all about soul. Maybe you could sing it, Deacon. I can. <laughs> I can still do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. There we go. There we go. Now we're on. Now we're on. That's what I'm talking about. Can't start a Monday without that. I was just thinking, man, maybe they changed the programming. I don't know. Oh. Oh. How was your weekend? Well, it was it was good. good. Um you know, John, I I'm kinda I'm I'm batching it. Uh, my wife's been gone for about a month and a half. Yeah. Kristen had a baby uh last Monday. Good. So uh she's up there, you know, after all the quarantining and stuff like that. So and I of course couldn't go. But uh so I had a great weekend, but it was just, you know, by myself. Well, congratulations to you, Grandpa. This makes what? No, what number? Number six. Number six. My goodness. Awesome. The kid's, the kid's, the kid's name is uh, Sullivan Patrick. Sullivan, Sullivan Patrick. Patrick. Sounds like he's Irish. Yeah. yeah. Just, a, just a hunch that he's Irish. Yeah, just a hunch. Well, congratulations to you. That's awesome. And I hope he grows into a faithful man. That's what I know you want more than anything. But all he needs is a little bit... A faith like a mustard seed. Yeah, right. It grows. That's yeah. this weekend. <laughs> it's kind of neat, though. Kind of, kind of uh, starts out small and becomes, although he was 10-5 as a poundage. There you go. He was a big boy when he was born. But, you know, it is kind of right. That's kind of the faith gets implanted on us, and it's a very small thing at one time. And hopefully, hopefully after many, 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 many years, and I, you know, it grows into something huge. Yeah, this right? is this is what Jesus calls us into. This is the third week in a row that Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven. And here he just kind of goes uh, parable after parable. Matthew thirteen twenty four to forty three is the long version that we um, that we're in. And uh, Jesus does talk about that mustard seed. And this, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. He said that a person took and sowed in a field. It is the smallest of all the seeds. Yet when full grown, it is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush and birds in the sky come and dwell in its branches. There it is. The mustard seed is what Jesus wants. It's the smallest seed. 
Yeah, and and I think you know if if you pull from the Old Testament, the you know in the the old times, it, nobody would go out sowing a mustard seed. Hmm. I mean, they didn't they didn't really harvest this. It was more like a it was more like a weed. It was more like a tumbleweed. You want to give it an idea of, hmm. but but so when you're looking at the kingdom in the beginning, maybe or even now as we see it today, sometimes doesn't look as attractive as we what we we think it would be. But it grows huge. It will continue to grow. And see, it's kind of the mystery of that kingdom that God. I, I think Jesus is really trying to reveal. Remember what he said uh, to his apostles. I praise you, Father, for what you've hidden from the, the more learned, you've revealed to the merest child. Mm. So you're revealing, he's revealing through his parables these, real, these really different things in the mystery of the kingdom, but some, some of the ones who have probably done more of the, 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 the education of the things like that have lost the image of what the kingdom is really about. Jesus, over and over again, especially over the last few weeks, but uh, of course throughout his ministry, this is the one thing he's pointing to, uh, and I want you to speak to it, Deacon Dave, for a second, because it's all about soul, but it's all about faith. And and when it comes to uh, you know our spiritual lives, this is what Jesus is asking us to ask the Father over and over and over again. I want more faith. And this has really been my prayer um, since I met a very holy priest a number of years ago that uh, just inspired me in this. And uh, I started praying the Apostles' Creed every day, which is something that I still do, which is the prayer of faith. Um, and he told me to pray a hundred of them. I, I don't pray a hundred of them a day, but I pray a, a couple. And um, this is what Jesus is calling us to. No matter who you are, where you come from, uh, you, you are a Christian, you need faith. And this is where we go to the font of faith, with this, which is Christ Jesus. Right, which is, you know, you're asking for, you know, you're asking for trust, right? I yeah. mean, you have to trust that Jesus knows what he's doing. Right. You know, and, and so therefore, and that's what I think is the childlike faith that you want to grow, is even in times like we're in now, you know, kind of very confusing, very uh, up and down, very what's going on here, both in, you know, throughout the culture of our of our existence, and we have to have trust in God that, he, you know, he he will see us through this, and it looks ugly at times, right? But we'll we'll get yeah. through it. You have to trust in more and more faith. Yeah, You're the, absolutely, this right. is what faith is. I mean, ultimately, it's trust, as you said, and right. it's putting our our trust into a God that what He wants for my life is going to be better than what I want, and what He wants for our day is going to be better than our day. Uh, and uh, this is this is where we do. We put ourselves into the hands of the Father who loves us. Deacon Dave O'Brien, uh, coming off of his sixth grandchild. Would you give us your blessing? I will. Loving and gracious God, we uh, we thank you for what you try, what you reveal to us, and we learn and grow with that we can continue to have more and more. That as we get more, we want more. And so, therefore, uh, Lord, we just ask you for the grace each and every day to draw closer to your kingdom. We ask for all of this in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tell Kristen and Sullivan hi from us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Congratulations. <laughs> I will do it. All right. That's Deacon Dave O'Brien, everyone. Uh, coming up right after this, Lauren Costabile is going to be on. Lauren's a Catholic speaker and advocate for Down syndrome and a founder of Hearts of Joy International, which is a nonprofit that provides life-saving heart surgery for children with Down syndrome in countries where family can't afford the medical care. You talk about heroic work. We're going to highlight it coming up right after this. Lauren Costabile, John Linetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you, too. Let's see who's up this week first. 
Oh, pages all sticking together here. Dean Bell. Thank you, Dean, for underwriting the show. 963-4494 Bell Construction prides himself in working with his customers on a personal basis, making sure that all roofing needs are completed and completed to perfection. Thank you, Dean Bell, for underwriting the show. Bell Construction, residential re-roofs for the last 30 years. 963-4494. That's 963-4494. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to blessmaninternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com the catholic tuition organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers from Morning Glory. The impact of the COVID-19 pandemic has seeped into virtually every aspect of our daily lives, bringing with it uncertainty, fear, and anxiety. One of the anchors in these turbulent waters is Catholic Radio. These are challenging financial times for all of us. Please consider making a life-changing donation today. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. No Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Knight in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Blessman International sends over a bunch of teams of people throughout the year. Of course, they were unable to do it since March, but uh, it looks like I think their first trip's going to be back in in November is what I think it's planned for to be able to help uh, bring about just simple life-saving uh, mechanisms to um, to the people of Limpopo, South Africa. Thank you for underwriting the show, Blessman International, and all your great work for the awesome people there. Uh, BlessmanInternational.org. Did that all without notes, by the way. I couldn't find it, so there we go. They've been with me for a little while now. Let's go to my next guest. Uh, she is the 
an advocate for Down syndrome, founder of Hearts of Joy International, a nonprofit that provides life-saving heart surgery for children with Down syndrome in countries where families can't afford the medical care. Lauren Costabile joins me. Hello, Lauren. Hi, good morning. How have, are you? Have I got the inflection of the last name right, Costabile? You did. Okay. Good job. Very good. Very good. Very it's, it's fun to uh, fun to say, <laughs> by the way. Uh, Hearts of Joy International. I, I have always, always, always had a special place in my heart for those with Down syndrome. And I, I think mm-hmm. just highlighting this is going to be a joy for me today. Where did you get this mm-hmm. idea? Yeah, so I have always uh, loved children with Down syndrome, individuals with Down syndrome, and they just have such a special joy and such a beautiful heart. Yeah. And I've worked, I worked with them here for about 12 years here at home in America. And then I went to Uganda, East Africa, about four years ago. And I saw uh, the situation there with, with people with Down syndrome and how they were seen as a, a burden to society. And they were just not seen for the beautiful people that they are. Um, and so... I, yeah, was inspired to do something to help because the medical piece was really missing um, due to lack of resources and lack of understanding and education of this condition. Um, These children were not getting necessary medical care. So God really spoke to my heart. And, um, yes, I started Hearts of Joy last March. And this is a year and a half. (laughs) Sure. But I mean, you're already changing lives and saving lives. Specifically, you're you're talking about uh, life saving heart surgery. Now, do those with Down syndrome have heart defects? Is that normal? Yes. So 50% of children born with Down syndrome will have a congenital heart defect. Hmm. So that's actually a very high number. Um, And here in America, we have wonderful doctors and wonderful hospitals. We could tell prenatally, so you can come up with a plan with a cardiologist um, to be treated when the child is born. Because what happens is if you don't treat the condition before the child is about six months old to a year, it can become life-threatening. So what happens in these developing countries is there's, there's a lack of education of that and understanding. And so nothing happens, and the child is much later sometimes when they're referred to us. So... A lot of what we do is education and counseling these families and helping them to understand what Down syndrome is, how we could help them, and how they can get access to medical care very early on yeah. um, so that we can prevent that and we can help save their lives. What countries are you working in? So we work in Uganda, India, the Philippines. We work here in America as well, counseling pregnant mothers that have the diagnosis. And then we actually have very exciting news that we just announced this morning, like five minutes before mm. I got on here, that we're expanding to Mexico. Awesome. Um, yeah, which got us so good. And we're also expanding. Typically, we help children that are in families have at least one parent or guardian, but we're now expanding to help uh, children in orphanages and do orphan care. So we're very excited that God has opened these doors Um we just want to help this population. We want the world to see how valuable and beautiful these children are. How has so, COVID-19 affected exciting. your work? Yeah, it's been um, quite interesting. It's definitely pushed us back a little bit. Um, it, it has delayed our travel. So mm-hmm. typically our team travels to the hospitals in those countries, and we work alongside the doctors and the nurses and the team in country. Um, so we're blessed to have that situation, whereas we don't bring American doctors over to perform the surgeries. We we work with the doctors in in those countries, so they're still able to continue that work, which we're very blessed. 
Um, but certain countries we transport children to because our hospital in India is where we transport our children from Uganda. And so because of border closures and things like that, some of our programs are on hold. Um, but in the Philippines, we have a wonderful team there that has been doing surgeries and working so hard and tirelessly because it's pretty bad over there right now as far as the virus. So, um, yeah, we're just grateful. And then, you know, we're starting to work in Mexico as of next month. We're going to be doing a surgery for a child in orphanage. So, How do you, you know, find the families that need the resources? Yeah, so we have partner organizations in each of those countries where we've established um, relationships with that work specifically with Down syndrome or special needs or the heart and are specialized in this. And so we have people on the ground that um, find the families for us. And, you know, when I started this, I thought, oh, I'd have to go and, you know, into villages, which I'd love to do, even if that was the case, um, and finding these children. But God has really been so good at bringing them to us. Um, we, we have a wait list, and, I mean, the word travels very fast. Hmm. These villages are small. These towns are small. So the second we hit the ground, there's many, many children. I mean, the need is so great. So it's it's really amazing that we've established this kind of network globally of people that are on our team and, and willing to help and find families and, you know, visit them and see what the situation is and evaluate to see if they're a good candidate for surgery. So it's, it's really, it's been really exciting. <laughs> so, I mean, is it just a pretty simple process? Those that give to your organization, that money then just goes to... Um, to the families or to the the families that need the medical procedures? Is that how it works? Sure, yeah. So when you donate to Hearts of Joy, you're literally donating to help save a child's life, which is a beautiful thing, and then you become part of our family. Um, We've helped 25 children so far, which is just unbelievable, and it's all God connecting dots and bringing us, you know, to the next step, which is so beautiful. Um, But, yeah, you're, you're... donating towards the heart surgery. We also pay for travel for our um, patients, We, you know, for food, for medication. Sure. There are a lot of different things. We provide a care package at the hospital for them, which includes, like, diapers and wipes and, you know, Vaseline and, like, some little snacks for them and a sensory toy and thermometer, like, all little things for them um, to get through their hospital stay. And, yeah, I mean, that's a little bit more than just providing the surgery because there's so many other things that go along with that. Um, But it's just, yeah, this mission is so tangible that I could say with confidence that when you give to us, you're literally helping to save a child's life. So that's a beautiful thing that we're just so grateful for anyone that um, wants to be a part of this and and helping us do that. Do you know how many people, uh, how many children's lives you've saved? Yeah, I think so far it's been 25 and counting because we're about to do one more. So praise God, it's just so, so incredible. I said at my first board meeting, um, um, our goal was let's just do one child this year because I just didn't know how it was going to go. And God did 19 children in our first year, which is just incredible. When you when you named this organization Hearts of Joy, mm-hmm. um, you know when you see those affected by Down syndrome, they are just so joyful. I mean, I, I have said, I've long said that they are 
uh, God's gift of love to the world, that the, in, mm-hmm. in them, those with Down syndrome, we see what God's unconditional love really looks like. I get the goosebumps even just saying that, but uh, I, I can't thank you enough for your work, Lauren. It's just awesome. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, Hearts of Joy International. You're not specifically a Catholic organization, but your faith plays a huge role in this. Oh, amen. Yeah, so I'm Catholic. Yeah. Uh, the organization is not religious affiliated because we serve all people. Yep. Um, but, you know, Mother Teresa is a personal favorite saint yep. of mine and really has become an intercessor and patron of this ministry. And I look to her as such an example because she was deeply Catholic, uh, but she evangelized with her life and the person that she was and through her charity and through her service. So that's what I aspire to do. And within the organization, um, it kind of is a play on words with hearts of joy because, yes, it's the children's hearts are joyful and they bring us joy and they fill us with joy. But there's also a lot of suffering in what we do because the children are sick and the families, there's just a lot of misunderstanding and um, we help them to, to really see the, the gift that their child is. And so it's really joy in the suffering as well, which I don't say much, um, but we're Catholic and we understand that and it's such a beautiful thing. And um, yeah, so. Well, I, I try not to throw the word around a lot, but when I say heroic, I, I mean it attached to this organization. It's heroic work. How can people donate to this? Yeah, so you can visit our website, which is www.heartsofjoyinternational.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. We just announced this big announcement this morning with our expansion to Mexico. So we just put up a photo of the baby that will be helping. And so, yeah, if you could go and check that out and also your prayers please please pray for our families and these children and our doctors and just that god will continue this mission um with such grace we'll do just that when we come out of the next break here and offer our morning offering lauren costabile thank you lauren for coming on and all you you continue to do Uh, awesome stuff this morning all right friends let's go to megan selwa channel 13 meteorologist Hi, Megan. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? You're doing just fine this morning. You sound like you might be out and about. <laughs> I am in my car, so I haven't actually got out yet. <laughs> well, I guess I'm out. I'm out of my house, but I haven't moved anywhere. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What do we got coming up for the week? Well, you know, it's not going to be as hot as it was Friday and Saturday. We've seen our temperatures are going to drop back a bit. In fact, today will probably be our coolest day. Most of the day will be in the 70s. We're only really expecting a high of about 80 degrees. It will be mainly cloudy, and we will still see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms possible at times today, both even this morning and then again, uh, potentially an isolated shower storm popping up later this afternoon. Temperatures, like I just said, will only reach 80 degrees. And then overnight tonight... It will become mainly cloudy, and more showers and storms will become likely, and we could even see some areas with some heavy rainfall overnight. Temperatures will drop to 68 degrees tonight. Tomorrow, we will have partly sunny skies. We'll keep in a chance of a shower and thunderstorm. Temperatures at 83 degrees for the daytime high. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Just a stray shower may pop up, 86 for the high temperature. And on Thursday, we do have, again, partly sunny skies some scattered showers and thunderstorms with a high of 88. So it does keep getting warmer each day. Finally, Friday, it does look drier, mostly sunny, but 90 degrees. Mm. So it'll be hot again. Saturday will be sunny and temperatures again around 92 and 93 on Sunday. So the heat and humidity will build again just in time for the weekend. There you go. That's the way it seems to be working, the pattern, if you will. Megan Sell, Channel 13 meteorologist. Have a great week. Thanks for coming on, Megan.
You have a great week as well. All right. Always appreciate her donating her time here to Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, Coming up in the second half hour, seven simple ways to grow in holiness before noon. We'll have that for you. John Linetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Don't go anywhere. And a thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. GoldenRulePHC.com. They have something, they have, excuse me, uh, a belief that the customer is always right and they are committed to that, committed to you. Quality workmanship materials. Next to none. Originally founded 1999, 20 years, goldenrulephc.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's goldenrulephc.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. He said to them in reply, An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. At the judgment the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and there is something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment the Queen of the South will arise with this generation and condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth, to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. The Gospel of the Lord The scribes and Pharisees seek another sign because they fail to realize that Jesus is the only sign they need. He warns that anyone who rejects him is liable to condemnation, even according to those who came before him, because they at least sought the truth and would have recognized it as Jesus. While it's certainly not wrong to believe in miracles, we place our faith and trust in the person of Jesus Christ, who is the one who performs the miracles. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Linetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Coming up, seven simple ways to grow in holiness before noon. Matthew Seawall has a a great piece out, and I I really enjoyed it. Uh, Some of these things I definitely don't do, but uh, I could definitely benefit from doing uh, before noon. So we'll have that for you coming up here soon. All right, Deacon Tony. Also, Joe Stopulus will be on. Deacon Tony, back from vacation. Let's offer our day to Almighty God. Let's also pray for Hearts of Joy International this morning and offer this for the great work they're doing. God, our Father, we offer you our day. 
We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Monday to you. we got a little overcast, possibility of rain. You just heard from Megan. So what a way to start the week off. But more importantly, did you have a good weekend? I had a good weekend. Whenever the Cubs are playing, it's fine weekend by me. I, I have the Cubs <laughs> channel, so DirecTV came with that. So that, that works uh-huh. well. But, uh, yeah, so you, you got to get that Cubs channel, my friend. Yeah, the marquee channels with what they're on now, yeah. and uh, I, I have not. Hopefully, my provider will do that soon. But last mm-hmm. night, it was on the national uh, scene. They were on ESPN, and it was blacked so out was. here in central <laughs> Iowa. So we got stuck with the Yankees and Mets. So, uh, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I saw that. In fact, I, I had it on ESPN because I thought, well, ESPN going to highlight it. And then all of a sudden, it just turned right. off and said, find new channel. And I thought all find new channel. I said I, I had the Cubs <laughs> network, so I'll just go there. But I, I said people are not going to be happy about this one. It is not going to uh, be no. good. No, no. And you wonder why Deacon Tony was gone for two weeks, and it wasn't to celebrate his birthday. It didn't end in a zero. It was for <laughs> probably reasons like this. I was hoping to catch the tribe in Cleveland. You know, yeah. and, although they probably won't be called tribe. They might not. Yeah, you know. Why not? So it is. They may be changing a lot of names. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm changing my name, John. Are you? It's not Leonetti, I'll tell you that. But I'm going to change it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, great, great. So, bike ride today, you got that on tap, or you got to get through a, oh, you got a ball game tonight, Little League. I yeah. think you're going to be fine. According, I just saw the latest radar, and they say this afternoon it should clear out and then refire up later on tonight. So, I think you'll be in the clear. I'm hoping so, man. Jo- jo- Joseph was just, he was studying those batting stances last night and then, you know, taking a swing and running around the house like the bases and he'd come back. That was that was the first three studying innings until he, until he tired mm. himself out. Whose batting stances was he trying to emulate? Chris Bryant. Uh, Mr. Leonetti. Chris Bryant. Okay. I, you know, that is I, in a very what, unorthodox what, style he has for a youngster to try to emulate. Yeah, it is. But, uh, you know, it's better than Anthony Rizzo's. That That's one that I'm going to try to not have him try to emulate. But that's his hero, so we'll see what happens. Well, it depends which way he bats, left or right. Yeah, he's a right. Bats left, you know, Rizzo's a pretty good one. Bats right, you got you got uh, uh, Bryant. Yep. So, your choice. Yeah, I'll take Chris Bryant's stance right now. I'll, I'll tell you the story I had with my son. Uh, he uh, uh, was playing Little League, and I didn't coach him his first year uh, Pee Wee. And uh coach came up to me and he says, uh, hey, Mark, I think your son's left-handed. And I says, what? He's been batting right-handed. He says, no, I think he, and he, he did. He, he was a, a right-handed batter when I brought him up, and then he batted left. He said, we switched him around. He's doing fine. So yep. what do I know? That's, he's, my daughter's a lefty. <laughs> We're trying to I, – I, I said take a couple swings both ways, and she's, she's, a, she's a lefty. So – Okay, that's interesting. But she she See, throws right. I just sure. I, I I didn't do that. I just thought he'd be you know he'd be a right-handed batter. Right. He liked it, and, and all of a sudden, coach said, "No, he's left. He's been batting left-handed ever since. Golf's left-handed. Uh, you know, I, nothing I can control." But I, I felt kind of guilty if, when he was like four and five years old when <laughs> I did that. Well, you're trying to make him a switch hitter. That's the excuse. Yeah, never thought of it that there way. You go. But, he wasn't. He's straight lefty. Yeah. All right. Let's get right to it this morning. Uh, stay out of the raindrops, John. And bring the, Where's your umbrella? I was always I'll nice do the my rain. best. John, where's your umbrella? In my wife's car, where it, where it belongs. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> It'll help you out a lot there. 
All right. From the uh, WHO-TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwa, current at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have 71 degrees, cloudy skies, calm winds, and today we're going to see mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. Scattered showers and thunderstorms uh, moving in this morning, and then later on tonight, high today of 80 degrees with southeast winds at 5 miles per hour. And tonight, storms likely. Overnight low is 67 degrees, and tomorrow scattered showers and thunderstorms continue on your Tuesday. High of 83 degrees, Wednesday partly cloudy and dry, high of 87 degrees. And Thursday and Friday, chance of rain on Thursday, partly cloudy on Friday as the highs move up into the upper 80s and around 90 for Friday. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, uh, Iowa Workforce Development reports the state's unemployment claims are up slightly over last week as some benefits are set to expire. Now, last week, Iowa Workforce Development reported uh, just over 10 1,300 initial unemployment claims filed between July 5th and July 11th. IWD says the U.S. Department of Labor adjusted last week's initial claim number down to uh, just under 10,000. The number of continuing weekly unemployment claims in the state of Iowa was uh, just over 137,000. That was up from 134.2 thousand uh, the previous week. Now, unemployment insurance benefits uh, totaled just over 33.3 million dollars for the for the week of July 5th through 11th. Now, Iowa. Workforce Development said those who have exhausted the additional 13 weeks of pandemic emergency unemployment compensation benefits may be eligible for state-extended benefits announced back in June. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday, we had NASCAR racing and PGA golf. And in PGA golf, well, we have a new number one ranker in the in the in PGA golf. John Rahm won the Memorial Golf Tournament out in Dublin, Ohio, by three strokes over Ryan Palmer and four strokes over Matthew Fitzpatrick, who finished third. Rahm is from Spain, and he assumes the number one ranking right now in, in PGA golf. Yesterday, in NASCAR Cup Series racing, they ran they uh, raced 500 miles down at the Texas Motor Speedway down in Fort, Lur- Fort Worth, Texas, and Austin Dillon came claimed the first place, followed by Tyler Riddick in second, and Joey Logano finished third. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 71 degrees, calm winds. Today, we'll see mostly cloudy skies, scattered showers and thunderstorms uh, possible throughout the day, a high of 80 degrees with southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News weather and sports on your monday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olson he has your morning traffic report i'm mark Amadeo. iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by ashworth vision clinic and the catholic tuition organization thank you for supporting iowa catholic radio 1150 a.m 88.5 fm 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio Still no delays or accidents reported so a good drive for you this morning thanks to Building Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio Building Can has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio Thank you Jimmy, let's go to your Saint of the Day this is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today, Saint reminds us that following Jesus often involves risks, but that those risks are worth the reward Jesus has prepared for us. Saint Apollinaris today was a contemporary of Saint Peter and was sent by the first Pope to be the bishop of the Italian city of Ravenna. Apollinaris was so successful at preaching and converting the locals that the pagans beat him and expelled him from the city. 
Apollinaris returned to the city and resumed his preaching. Again, the pagans in the city exiled the bishop. So Apollinaris spent some time preaching in the countryside around the city, gaining more converts as his body healed from the abuse. He returned a fourth time, and this time the pagans packaged him on a ship and sent him off to Greece. Apollinaris accepted this exile, but the Greek pagans were not more accepting than those of his hometown. They sent him back, returning a fourth time. Apollinaris was cruelly beaten and died of the wounds sustaining sustained excuse me, in the beating. He lived seven more days and then went to his reward. The exact year of his death is unknown. A beautiful basilica honoring him was built right there in Ravenna in the 6th century. We ask today, St. Apollinaris, to pray for us. Amen. And thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is for underwriting the saint of the day, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Joe Stopulus now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hello, Joe. Good morning, John. I thought you were going to do a transition of speaking of Greek pagan. Here's... <laughs> yes, that's uh, that, that would have been a very good transition right there. Uh, <laughs> you missed of... an opportunity. I did, I did. Uh, you got a good show coming up today? So, John, I don't know if you can feel the, the similarities between 2016 and 2020, but they are in the air here hmm. in America uh, with election year, political unrest, and the like. And I, I just I was thinking about this last week, and I'm like, this is too timely. We've got to do it again. In 2016, Father John Ricardo gave a sermon uh, talking about prayer and fasting for our nation and basically quoted a lot of the founding fathers and presidents and great, uh, great leaders of our country throughout the, the Oh, basically all of the history of the country, and talking about how we need to turn back to God. It was one of the most powerful talks I've ever heard in my life, so I contacted Father John and asked if I could use it as a part of a show. So this the show today is about uh, prayer and fasting for our country, about how we, we as a country need to turn back to God, uh, and Father John Ricardo is the catalyst for that in today's show. I remember you uh, you talking about this talk. Oh, uh, it was it was the most moving. I mean, so we, we pray, we, we fasted every day until the election. Um after this, and I, I still think today this is a very powerful message that we need to hear again, um, because this is you know when our times <laughs> when our country is going through what's going through now, uh, there's no better remedy than prayer. Well, we need to pray for peace and healing and all of it. Uh, Joe Stopulus, talk to you soon, brother. See you, John. That's a nine o'clock this morning, nine o'clock in the evening as well. When we come back, we're going to talk about seven simple things to grow in holiness, or ways to grow in holiness before noon. That's coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee, the morning right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including sidewalks, paver patios, premium boulder walls, retaining walls, window wells, and more. Passionate about their work and the service that they provide, honesty and integrity, you can count on 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. All diocesan staff of the Catholic Pastoral Center will be furloughed July 11th through the 24th as a measure of good stewardship of financial resources during the pandemic. Staff will not be working remotely, receiving or responding to emails, or answering phone calls or voicemails during this time. We thank you for your understanding while we are unavailable and also for your patience when we return to work on July 27th. Churches are still having their masses. We encourage you to check out their website to see mass times and register in advance. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro Collins. 
Listen to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr Wednesday mornings at 10 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee, Eddie, the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. I uh, saw a piece, and this is, was written a little while ago, but uh, in the archive, I thought it'd be good for the show. Matthew Seawall uh, put this together. Seven simple ways to grow in holiness before noon. I uh, start out 0 for 1 right here because uh, he talks about the heroic minute. Now, if you've never heard of the heroic minute, this was coined by St. Jose Maria Scriva, who we talked about just the other day. And he spoke about the value of popping out of bed at the first sound of the alarm. Again, I'm over one. He says, quote, the heroic minute. Here you have a mortification that strengthens your will and does no harm to your body. If with God's help you conquer yourself, you will be well ahead of the rest of the day. It's so discouraging to find oneself beaten at the first skirmish. So he saw it as kind of a, you know, the snooze button as the enemy. And the heroic minute is once you hear that alarm, you pop right out of bed. And he calls it a mortification here. But again, it it only is good for you. And science actually kind of backs this up, too. I mean, the the snooze button is, is the enemy of our bodies. It is not good course i keep doing it but i am I'm, I'm down to one snooze but i'd probably do much better with the the heroic minute we'll see oh look i'm over for two number two of uh, some ways to grow in holiness before noon make your bed yeah my wife does she's good at that she loves that i've just never done it never even when i was a kid i never did it i don't know i just but i'd probably do well to do it uh first Chapter of James, Matthew says, we read that, quote, all good giving and every perfect gift is from above. Your bed is a good gift. Take care of that gift, he says. I thought that was actually a really good argument. Number three, say a little extra grace before breakfast. I've done this one before. You might be tempted just to say the bless us, O Lord, Matthew says, and, you know, kind of that five-second prayer. But uh, instead, maybe take a little extra time. Be intentional about what it is that you're praying for in the morning, uh, or just when you pray before meals in general. 
I know in the evening uh, when we sit down for dinner, you know, it's it's not a super long prayer by any means, but we do try to be as intentional as possible, not just rattle off some words, and have always made that staple, that time, a staple for praying for the dead. Um, we, we pray for the dead a lot in our in our household, uh, but that's kind of a, a time that we've made intentionally remembering those who have uh, died. Number four, take care of your dishes. All right, now we're talking here. Now, that, this is my category. I am, I'm the dishwashing machine here. He says it doesn't take get any simpler than this, whether it's just putting them in the dishwasher or washing them and leaving them to dry. It's still a task that's more than difficult than just leaving them in the sink for later, offering that extra minute up as a prayer for someone you'll encounter later that day as your washing will make it all worth it. The temptation there, because we're talking about growing in holiness before noon, the temptation there is just to kind of you know put the, the dishes aside and then do them later. But he says you can do this as a form of prayer, so taking care of it right away and offering it up. And this is the one thing that I really stuck out to me about this piece that, that Matthew wrote, is all of these things are built into the day. So the things that we otherwise should be doing, but you see what he does, and this is, I think, key in the spiritual life, is helping us you know, make that connection uh, to the spiritual life and the ordinary, the everyday occurrences that we do but to sanctify those ordinary everyday occurrences. And again, to get intentional about that is so important for us as Catholics. And I try to lean on that a lot. Here's one. Smile at a stranger on your way to work. Try smiling. Again, science backs this one up uh, as well. But you put a smile on your face and it changes the whole demeanor, everything. You know, just a simple smile. Studies have shown, he says, for decades, the value of a simple gesture of kindness, like a smile at someone on the street. It's really easy to walk past someone while you're checking your phone or ignore a homeless person on the street corner. But challenging ourselves to look someone in the eye and give them a genuine smile, Matthew says, helps us to recognize both their personhood and God's presence in our fellow humans. Try smiling this morning. Uh, Joe was just talking about fasting. This might be a good way to do it. Uh, Denying yourself the urge to snack between breakfast and lunch might be a simple fast for you. Again, when we deny ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow him, which is what Jesus is asking us to do. And this, you know, maybe there's donuts in the break room where you work. Or maybe you're working from home right now, so it's a little bit easy just to kind of uh, walk out of the the home office, wherever you are, and grab a quick snack in between breakfast and lunch. But maybe a couple days a week, use that as a time of fasting. And finally, take notice of something you otherwise wouldn't. Talking about ways to grow in holiness before noon. Matthew says, the world we live in is filled with a remarkable amount of goodness, beauty, and intentional order that nearly always goes unnoticed. And oftentimes we get so busy, we busy ourselves out of that, out of noticing what God has given us. I have, um, I'd say over the last few months, we have a a small little sunroom, uh, is what we call it. Um, And I I love sitting in that and working or reading there just because of the light and you're able to see outside. And it's just kind of, uh, it's just a beautiful place for me just to kind of open my mind and avail my heart to the beauty of what surrounds us. So there's seven simple ways, again, built in the ordinary, the ordinary days and responsibilities that we may have, but sanctifying those in our life. I know I could definitely benefit from a few of those. And that puts this show in the books today, friends, here on this Monday. Back inside the Mercy One studio tomorrow, Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, 
protector of all who hope in you. Bless your people. Keep them safe. Defend them. Prepare them. That free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for joining me today, friends. I'm John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.